When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Every year, on the second Sunday of Eastertide, the lectionary asked the church throughout the world to read those words from today's gospel lesson. And every time those words, the disciples were hiding behind locked doors for fear of the Jews, get read out loud in church, it is important for us to remember that everyone in that sentence was a Jew. The disciples hiding behind locked doors were Jews. The people they feared were Jews. And the Jesus who appeared among them was also a Jew. So, when the writer of the Gospel of John says that the disciples were hiding behind locked doors for fear of the Jews, it is important even necessary for us to remember that that is Johannine shorthand for the disciples were hiding behind locked doors for fear of a group of first century religious leaders who were most aggressively opposed to the Jesus movement. Only once we have been that careful to be that clear concerning the words at the start of the passage are we ready to move on to the words at the heart of the passage. The appearance of the risen Lord to the gathered followers of Jesus. A trip the risen Lord had to make twice because the first time Thomas was not with the others. Thomas, in today's gospel lesson, believing when he was present with the others, what he doubted when he was absent from the others. A moment in John's gospel, which for me has long served as a small parable of the great truth that ours is a one another faith. Like Thomas in today's gospel lesson, 
most of us do better together with one another than we do apart from one another. All of which many of us have always known, but never more clearly than we know it now. When to be together is one of the things we most need but can't have. Of all the losses which the pandemic has brought to our lives, that is one of the most significant. The loss of our normal, expected, familiar, lifelong ways of being with one another, a physical separation which keeps us from being together in Bible studies and book studies, for prayer groups and support groups, at weddings and funerals, in hospital rooms and nursing homes, for graduations and celebrations, playdates and parties, in classrooms and lunchrooms, narthex and nursery, Youth House and Great Hall, Choir Loft and Sanctuary. If it is indeed true that grief is the aftermath of any deeply felt loss, then it is little wonder that so many are feeling these days a sort of low-level, hard-to-define, difficult-to-describe sense of sadness and tenderness. When we lose our ability to be together in the same room at the same time, we lose a lot. And if grief is the aftermath of any deeply felt loss, then perhaps some of that sadness and tenderness which so many, young and old, are feeling these days is a quiet, basic, fundamental kind of grief. Of course, this season in our lives, like all seasons, will end. Like Thomas on the second 
Sunday in today's gospel lesson, when it is safe and responsible for us to be back together, we will be back together with all those one another's in our lives from whom we draw so much strength and in whom we find so much joy. A time will come when this unprecedented season in our lives will come to a close. And once again, when it is safe to do so, we will be together in all the places we miss with all the people we need. In the meantime, we are all putting technology to its best and most use, facilitating times when we can see one another's faces on screens and hear one another's voices through speakers. A wonderful gift in so many ways. But no replacement for the actual physical human presence of loved ones and friends in the same space at the same time. There is not a technological workaround for everything. And one of the things for which there is no virtual workaround is being together in the same space at the same time. A loss, a temporary loss we can name, own, and grieve while also giving thanks for the technology which is facilitating communication for many of us until we can responsibly return to gathering. In the meantime, the risen Lord who breathed the Holy Spirit into his followers in today's gospel lesson, the risen Lord who spoke peace to his troubled friends is with us in all of our spaces and places. The presence of the risen Lord embodied in notes, cards, letters, text, emails, phone calls, Zoom meetings, Google sessions, driveway prayer meetings, and live streamed moments.
of worship, such as this one right now. The same risen Lord who came to speak peace and breathe the Holy Spirit into the disciples who were sheltering in place in today's gospel lesson, speaking peace to us in our time of separation and isolation until, like Thomas, on the second Sunday in today's lesson, we are at last together again with all of those from whom we draw so much strength and in whom we find so much joy. All of those dear and good souls who are out there somewhere. We know where you sit. We can see your faces and hear your voices. You are those dear and good souls who call forth and confirm that which is deepest and best in all of us. You out there where you are this morning are those dear and good souls from whom we all draw so much strength and in whom we find so much joy. You are the people who make real that wonderful old sentence, courage is just another name for friends. You out there where you are this morning are those people who have that um, spiritual magnetic field around your lives which bends the arc of the rest of our lives more fully into the trajectory of the spirit of the risen Lord. The risen Lord who is with us on the virtual Zoom until we can all be together again in the actual room. 